It's time for Bourbon with Friends, the bourbon podcast that never takes itself too seriously. Pull up a chair, grab a glass, and remember, a bourbon with friends can change the world. Here we go. Hello and welcome again to another episode of Bourbon with Friends. Tonight, this is going to be a fun show. Um, I am joined today with a special co-host. co-host. Um, he is the... It's really weird. I said co-host and now I'm going to say host in like the same sentence. It's going to be really fucking redundant, but okay. Uh, we have Connor from Who Gives a Dram. How's it going, buddy? What's up, man? Thank you for having me on. This is this is going to be fun. I'm excited. Yeah, he's the least guest in here, like because we have yeah. uh, we have like a superstar of the Instagram world. <laughs> up here. She is our first international guest, so no pressure, Paige at oh, all. Is that right? Yeah, like don't you know if you fuck this up, you've just ruined it uh, for us going anywhere overseas ever again. Uh, we have Paige Mills, uh, who is also Biker Bitty on Instagram. Um, what do you have now? Like, you know, like 50 followers or something like that? I think. Yeah, give or take. Yeah. Give, give or take. Um, <laughs> no, a little over 300,000. Yeah, like, no big deal. Just 300,000. Yeah. It's fine. I know them all. They're all my friends. Oh, wow. Well, well, you have more friends than me. I have like three. <laughs> no, I'm I'm underqualified three. and overexcited to be here. Thank you for having me. <laughs> 300, 310,000. Let's get it right. Thanks yeah. for correcting me. I'm glad someone did. Well, I mean, you know, he, someone has to tell you exactly the number where you're at or I'm just about I'm all about the facts, you know, that's all I'm, that's mm. all I'm, that's what I'm about. Mm. So, mm-hmm. Paige, before we even drink and talk shit and everything, kind of give everyone it's really funny because I've told people that you're coming on the show and it like everyone I know apparently knows you. So it's really funny in that situation. I love that. Yeah. So before COVID, I was, I guess, a professional powerlifter. No one's really a professional powerlifter, but I was somewhere between athlete and fitness models. So my full-time job was competing in powerlifting and modeling powerlifting products, I guess. Um, So right before COVID, I was, I guess, touring around the States competing and doing like podcasts and filming and modeling and stuff. And then I got sent back here because of COVID. Um, but, uh, I'm semi-retired from powerlifting or temporarily retired from powerlifting. I had part of a disc removed in my back during COVID and now I'm doing triathlon. So now I'm kind of like, uh, I'm not strongly in any one niche and my Instagram has kind of gone from like this professional account to just like a fun place where I enjoy the fact that I have an audience. So I do a bit of everything. So I ride Harleys and um, I think that the reason that in your little bourbon circle that so many people know me is because the niches that I'm in are so male dominated. So like, would you agree that the people who like country music, powerlifting and Harleys all drink whiskey? Yes. For the most part. So it actually makes a lot of sense to me that a lot of people in your circles know who I am. And you drink whiskey, right? Like it's not like you're not a whiskey person, but it's bourbon is a little bit different to you than like single malts. Yeah. I, look, I drink it all and I collect them, but I, my actual knowledge of whiskeys isn't that extensive. So I, I taste them. I, some I like, some I don't like. I know roughly what I like, but um, I'm not super well versed in um, whiskey in general. Really. Well, we're either going to have a really bad time or just get really drunk. One of the two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Now, yeah. yeah. What, 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 what whiskeys do you like? Sorry, Paul. What, what whiskeys do you like? Um, I like, like what whiskeys do you know you like? 
I know I like anything uh, lightly peated and um, I do, I've started to like some of the like really oaky, like double oaked whiskeys as well, which was never on my radar previously. So yeah, but I've only really been collecting or actively trying new whiskeys for about three, four years. So Mm. I'm pretty new to it all. I want to learn. Yeah, but it's a pretty long time. It, it, but it also takes time. Like you, like your whole progression and like your palate's going to change in two more years. I was, yeah. I was a very low proof. <laughs> I was a little bitch. We'll just put it that way. I like the low proof stuff with like a lot of flavor. And now I'm like, fuck. I was like, oh, that's only 90 proof. Like what the fuck's going on? Like I need, I need to pick. like, let's go. And so it's really interesting how like even you'll see your palate just really change and everything like that over, you know, the next two, three years. I'm also an old bastard. So that doesn't probably help. I'm like, ruining all of my my uh my taste buds with drinking so much but eh, whatever who cares yeah once right it's weird though how you bring up like how covid kind of changed everything it's it seems like some people like either got really sad about covid or some people took covid as an opportunity to do something and you took Mm -hmm. that opportunity we took that opportunity What's like the what's the weirdest change you've seen since this all started? Obviously, you have a million followers and so many people know who your face are. But like, what's kind of the biggest change for you as like a person since you really kind of pushed this forward? Um, I think like I found it really interesting sitting back and seeing who complained about COVID and who pivoted and changed and adapted mm-hmm. to COVID. And I think it was a really clear line in the sand. So if I give you an example, like I own a gym and I was completely in the fitness industry. My entire income was uh, people training, my training, sponsorships, competing, stuff like that. Um, and people couldn't train. So people didn't want to be subscribed to a coaching service if they don't have access to a gym. Right. And so uh, I started getting messages. I probably got five messages in about three days saying, uh, so, so everyone panic bought gym equipment, right? Everyone's setting up home you gyms. Just tell me about clothes. it. So you couldn't get any anywhere. And I had about five messages in about three days maybe saying like, hey, um, do you know anywhere I can get equipment? Do you know anyone selling equipment? And it just five messages was all it took for me to start manufacturing it. So I just started like making, I was literally making bench pads myself for like bench presses. Wow, <laughs> um, and then I hear about people who are like uh, travel agents or like in the in the travel industry, and they lost their job, which is really sad. And I understand lots of people were looking for a job all at once, but it, it seemed like it wasn't on people's radar to get another job in the meantime or to pivot. It was like hoping that there'd be government assistance or waiting for government assistance, um, and then waiting for their job to return. And it's like, yeah, you can do that, but in the meantime, you can do something else. Um, like I know e-commerce is like just gone nuts in like yes. so many, so many trades here have, uh, benefited from COVID and anything e-commerce, anything online is just thriving. So yeah, I've also pivoted more into, e- I've got an e-commerce brand in the works at the moment. So, um, yeah, but my, the alternative was for me to shut my gym, which I was forced to do and get, you know, a few hundred bucks a week from the government and live off that for the last two years. But I don't know. I just, I, I think there was a lot of opportunities created by COVID and there was, I don't know, but, I, but I also speak from a place of privilege because I don't have five kids. I didn't lose a home um, because of it. And I'm, I, I'm sure. not in an abusive relationship where I'm stuck in a home with that person or whatever. So I do speak from somewhat a place of privilege. Everyone, everyone was affected differently. I think from the overall standpoint, like there were people that saw that and, and made something of it if you could right like not everyone had that right i was privileged that i was in a good situation i had good friends and a fuck ton of whiskey 
right? So I had that opportunity to start a podcast. You had that opportunity to kind of delve into different realms as well. Connor had the opportunity uh, of the Northeast, you know? Northeast. Yeah, but a part, New of England, me, yeah. a part of me kind of disagrees with that. I mean, the manufacturing the gym equipment, I didn't have anything... Uh, I didn't, I don't know how to weld. I didn't have anything that anyone else had. The outlay was almost nothing. Like you could sell shit in your mm-hmm. house to raise the money for the initial outlay. Um, so I kind of disagree. Like I just rang like half a dozen welders in my area. I mean, listen to me, I don't even know what they're called, boilermakers, I guess, um, in my area and said like, Hey, I'm going to send through a couple of photos off Google images of what I want to make. Can you tell me how much it's going to be to make them? And I started those calls at 9 a.m. By 1 p.m., I was in that man's shed in my boots making the bench pads. That's badass. That's badass. Yeah. That's so, really uh, badass. That wasn't like I didn't have any knowledge about these products or anything. Like I was just winging it. So, no, the go get, you have a go getter mentality. Like, and that's, I think that's also the reason why you have so many people who follow you. Like, you don't, you're very blunt, um, which I followed you for a while. You're very blunt, which is great because it's funny. And sometimes you roast people. That's really funny. Um, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not rude, though, am I? No, you're not rude. You're not rude. You're blunt. There is a difference, right? Like, there's because I, I hate people who are like, oh, um, I'm not me. I'm not rude. I'm just honest. And it's like, no, shut up. You don't get to just like give out your shitty opinions to people. And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> call it honesty. It's it. okay. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. Let's drink some whiskey. How about that? Like, yeah. We're what gonna, you got? We're, all right. You got Wild Turkey 101 in front of you? I sure do. All right, let's open that one up. We're gonna we're gonna kind of go through a progression here. Okay. I would say let's pace ourselves, but nah, fuck it. That's uh, no, no. Connor's <laughs> like no, full stop. <laughs> There's no yeah. pace here. We're gonna have a great time. My, my bedtime alarm has already gone off. It's already past my bedtime, so let's get wild. Meanwhile, it's we're talking to Paige in the future. It's Tuesday in Australia, it and it's yeah, so here. weird. So, it is weird. Like, can you give us some stock tips on like what's gonna? Yeah. <laughs> Every what's all gonna happen on Tuesday. I hate that. Like Laura and Alex and Jackie and I'm like, hey, uh, give me stock tips and like, shut your fucking face. <laughs> I remember when I was you guys' age. <laughs> yesterday. Yeah. Ha 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 What do you think about this one? This is Wild Turkey 101. This is a very base kind of whiskey, but it's very or bourbon. It's very popular over here. Um, you're going to get, it's, it's 75% corn, 13% rye, 12% malted barley. So it's definitely going to have a big flavor difference than a normal single malt that you're used to. That's a pretty high rye content, isn't it? Hmm? That's a pretty high rye content. Yeah. yeah? It's a higher rye than, than you're going to see in a lot of bourbons too. Yeah. I feel like it's, it's like spicy. Um, yeah. It's 101 proof, which a lot of single malts, you're not going to get over a hundred proof. So you might real toasty by the time we get to like number three but that's fine mm. and i love that she just poured a whopping pour in her glen karen like it's not even yeah. a little taste she just I'm, i may not finish it all right I just, oh yes oh yes you will let's not, i'd rather be looking at it than looking for it yeah oh, i agree hey i like that mentality. wow that, mm. that's well, a great it's usually, line it's usually using reference to cocaine but <laughs> 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 no judging over here right, you can just take everything it, it's fine this is I, what do you think do you like it or not I like it, yeah, but I feel like um, the what's the entry level standard wild turkey? It's like uh, the like the bottom shelf wild turkey. I feel like that I associate yes. with um, <laughs> real bogans, <laughs> which is um, which is our word for like white trash. Okay, well, you know, <laughs> yeah. and I'm and I'm tasting this and enjoying it and trying to push that out. Of- <laughs> 
I mean, you're not wrong, mind. but it, mm. it's a very basic. It, it's a very basic bourbon, right, Connor? Mm. Mm. I'm a basic yeah, bitch. Okay. The, the, uh, <laughs> Three hundred and ten thousand followers. That much of a basic bitch. I feel like this also leaves like that. Um, I don't know what the proper name for it is, but you know, like when you brush your teeth and your mouth like stings for a little bit longer, like yes. the peppermint. Yes. Yeah, this leaves the same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you call that? Well, it's long a, uh, too, but a it's finish. A long finish. So that's a long finish. The long, yeah. So the longer it lingers, it's it's basically the finish of the of the bourbon, and it does have a decently long finish. For I mean, this bottle is eighteen dollars. I mean, it's a it you it? It's what, yeah, it's what you would call a, a bottom shelf whiskey, but it's not bottom shelf quality, if that makes sense. Okay. It's sure. just so it's just so mass produced that it's easily readable. Uh, or, yeah. You know, did I just say readable? <laughs> you did. I, I was about available. to say that. Readily available. Yeah. Jesus Christ. You said readable, this is, dude. This is why you don't wait. This is why you don't pick like the people that you know you're just going to turn up and have a good time with as the second podcast as you've already tried three different <laughs> beforehand. Ah, Your mom's readable. Plus, this. <laughs> wow. Wow. She's only had one drink so far. Just wait till it's like number three. It's going to get real wild. Your mom's readable. Um, Plus, it's 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 a, it's a blend of six to eight year, you know, uh, yeah. bourbon. So it, it's not the oldest bourbon in the book. So that's going to give it a bit okay. of a younger. That's kind of like what that spice is, or that 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 long finish that you get. A lot of that is attributed yeah. to the fact that it's blended. It's six. It's blended with whiskeys that are six to eight years old. So, I mean, that's six to eight years in an in an oak barrel isn't a short amount of time, but compared to some other whiskeys on the market it's it's a relatively young pour with those with the high rye content that's i think the, the the majority of the reason why you're getting that that uh that longer spicy finish like toothpaste finish on it i, I like that analogy by the way yeah but it doesn't have enough initial burn i don't think actually fun story the reason i got into drinking whiskey was because um when i was about 14 i was smoking half a deck of marlboro reds a day and um i just liked the burn and that's why i was smoking and then i realized i could get a better burn from whiskey and not die and stunt my growth so maybe that's why i'm only five foot five because i stunted my growth so much by smoking marlboro reds I mean, at 14. you think you were going to be six foot four could have been could have been who's to say i wasn't never know I don't know. I can't imagine you being six foot four. Like you would be. Do cigarettes very, stunt your growth? You would be a very yeah. yeah, cigarettes and stunt your growth. Why do you think really? it's so bad? Like if like, someone who's pregnant smokes, like it stunts. Yeah, you well, get a lot of like under underformed small babies out that way. Mm-hmm. My mom. T- I went out to dinner with my mom tonight, and she told me, "She's uh, like, yeah, I I drank I drank a good yeah I'm, I'm the you best now whose mom's the best son. available." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 shout out shout out to my mom, but um. She told me, she's like, yeah, I, I drank some wine when, when I was pregnant with you. And I was like, well, that's why I came out the way I am, mom. So that explains a lot. I guess, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for making me an alcoholic, mom. Like, it's great. <laughs> yeah. At 25. Ask, thank you. I was going to ask what happened to your face. I'm glad I didn't have to. Uh, yeah, this, it's not a pretty story. It's not a pretty story. A lot of punching, a lot of, yeah, not good. Got, got hit by the ugly, fell out of the ugly tree and hit every stick on the way. Yes. <laughs> yeah, why do it? A bit more than that. That's why I do a podcast. I have a face for radio, man. Like the voice is amazing. The rest of everything is like frumpy awfulness. It's just the way it is. Your your intro is so good. I feel like, um, and this is what Australians say about Americans a lot. I feel like Americans are like very confident in speaking, um, like publicly. Like you know when there's like a like a fire in a building and they speak to people at the front. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In Australia, people are like, uh, I don't know. Like I come home, shit was burning. 
And in, and in America, they're like, hey, guys, so I came here at 8.45 and they're just, like, so confident talking to that camera. I'm like, how? Like, why are you all so confident? It's weird. Like, I, so I, I made this. So I was on when, when right before or it was right before after Sam Hewen came on and we were like, I was doing this live with uh, a group of, that was like three of the biggest Outlander groups. And they're like, you sound different on a live than you sound on your podcast. And I was like, well, it's different. Like the microphone gets in front of you and it's kind of like it's go time and it yeah. just comes out. So it's funny that you say that. Your podcast um, daddy here. Yeah, th- there you go. Sure. I'm going to get an idea. Podcast <laughs> sure. idea. I just got a new shirt idea. It's going to say podcast daddy on a Glenn. Oh, that is it's it's great. Thank you. I'll send you 10%. And so I like, hope you actually make that, Paul. Please, please. I swear actually to God, I'm going that. to. I swear to God, I've got like four shirts that I have to like put on the fucking oh, fuck yeah. podcast. Daddy. And so I pulled the microphone up in front of me, like during the live and my voice changed and everyone just shit themselves laughing. They're like, holy fuck, <laughs> this really is. But I, I know what you're saying. It's for me, it's just something clicks when it's time to do it and it just comes yeah. out. I don't. Uh, that's my wife. My mom would probably just say you're just a bullshitter. So that's fine. Mm. You should Let's make, try um, this one. Make podcast daddy your Instagram handle. Podcast. I, maybe I'll just make one for myself, like on my personal one. Be like, podcast yeah. daddy. <laughs> the real bourbon with friends podcast daddy. <laughs> I would get so much shit. That's fine. I'm in, I'm here for it. Let's try the Woodford Double Oak because this is gonna this is gonna mind fuck your senses after what you just had. Give it a good smell first. Oh, okay. Bottoms the fuck up. Dude, I can't smell anything. I have a cold. I forgot to mention that. So oh. I'm also going to get white girl wasted because I've got so much pseudoephedrine on board. <laughs> right. No, it'll be Bender last week. Our buddy Bender, he's just taking like antibiotics while he's drinking. <laughs> he's just like, I got to wash my antibiotic down with whiskey. It's the You're best gonna... antibiotic. It's whiskey. Yeah, exactly. It's it, so um, this one's different, right? Yeah. It's, if it was any oakier, I would actually hate it. But I don't like the aftertaste, actually. I don't mind. Like initially, I was like, shit, yeah. But it's very caramelly. Mm-hmm. It's the double oak. And yeah, I don't, I don't like, like it's You're fine in the moment. I don't know. It's like sleeping with your ex. It's fine in the moment, in the moment, but afterwards it doesn't feel good. <laughs> <laughs> you really regret the decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, but usually, when you usually because you're drinking, this is why you end up sleeping with your ex. So. <laughs> That's true. Oh, there's not enough alcohol in the world. <laughs> look, look, here's a bad decision. There's another bad decision. Ah, fuck I'd, it. Ha- <laughs> I'd have to enema a whole body, a whole bottle of it to sleep with my ex. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to send in this clip. Oh, look, that's exactly what I would... I don't think I've ever mentioned... Never mind. I'm not even going to go that route. <laughs> oh, no, you're a no. coward. You yeah. are a coward. Okay. I, I would probably need three bottles of this to go with my ex-wife because that would be... <laughs> okay. Oh, Christ. Uh, what I was going to say. So there you go. It's out. I'm not that scared. I, yes. So I actually... I tasted all of these individually because I wanted to do something with a fresh palette and I didn't mind it then, but now I hate it. Really? Didn't you, yeah. didn't you just say you were into the double oaks? Yeah, but I also said I hated the aftertaste of this one. Huh. I don't know. All right, I'm going to go to one I think you're going to like. All right, okay. so go to the Eagle Rare. Since you okay. like it with spiciness, I think you're going to like I've, this. I don't think I've tried this one at all. Wait, let me have some water. And it's really the weird. It's very professional, but the microphone floating where I want to drink, hadn't thought of this. Not a good not a good plan. Oh, so much better. Immediately There better. you go. Mm. Um, what do you guys think? You guys get first. Oh, I, this is one of my favorites. I I can't keep this yeah. in my house. I will drink the shit out of this religiously. And it's what's sweet? Yeah. You can't find it. Oh, it's really? very hard to find. Can, I can find my. I can find Eagle Rare pretty easily. Here All right, in, gosh, in New up. England. Not <laughs> saying. Weird flex, but okay. It, it's not. <laughs> it's really weird how in the states 
some places you can find bottles sitting on the shelf everywhere and some bottles you can never find. Like if Very I, true. If I, so if we talked about what he would see in his liquor store, he would see stuff that I would want and I, I would see stuff you would want and I would laugh at him because, and he would laugh at me. Like I, that's, it's on the shelf here. Like, why do you want that? It's just so fucking weird how the allocations are just based on different states because every state has like different laws and allocations and things like that. You know, right. what's one of those bottles that you see all the time that I see Woodford double oak. Yeah, both of you guys. What, okay. Yeah. I see Woodford double oak a lot too. What's a bottle in where you are page where that's like, what's like the most popular bottle that you see of bourbon? Oh, I don't know because I only see like I don't have many friends who collect. The only friend I have is George, who I think you guys know. Mm-hmm. He, that's whose bar I'm in. Sure um, do. Yeah, but he has so many that none <laughs> stand out to me. But I think like uh, Starwood. I think a lot of like people who are like mm-hmm. small time collectors like me. I think they would all have that at home. Um, but there's a couple that like I just keep at home for people who are like, oh, I've always wanted to like get into whiskeys a bit more, and they're like. I say entry level, but that's like where I'm at too. But the number one I like to recommend to people is Monkey Shoulder. I feel like it's just like an average of all the whiskeys. Nice. And if, if people like whiskey, they're going to like Monkey Shoulder. So I pump through it because I give it to everyone who comes over. That's actually I love starting to be Monkey a big, Shoulder. big thing over here. Like a lot more people are starting to drink that. Yeah, really. Where's it from? It is a blend of three space side scotches. Um, I forgot what three they are, but... Um, Ah, shoot. But uh, it's delicious, though. It's mm, so good. That blended scotch, that blended scotch down here. I mean, obviously, Johnny Walker being the most popular, but those kind of I don't even want to say monkey shoulders smaller, but but other brands of that of the blended scotch, I feel like at least where I am is becoming much more popular. And I, like like you said, I, I did monkey shoulder on my show. But blended scotch is a new thing. Like, it's not like it's something that's been around for a long time. Um, even right. like like Sassanac that that we have that's a blended scotch it's different that's not a normal for what scotch is but it's kind of the new thing that people are really getting into um and it's, right? and it's affordable oh yeah shit yeah oh, i wouldn't give it to my friends if it wasn't fuck them you're not you're not <laughs> handing out that george t you're not handing out that george t stag that's behind you right there jesus christ <laughs> no, no. is there a george t stag behind her oh yeah i think it's a uh, oh uh, shit there is yeah River weller what about this this is worth, worth more than my handbag what is it called what's this called george poppy van winkle happy van winkle yeah. Oh my God! If you put, if you try that, I will literally f- come through the camera and kick you <laughs> for a little bit. I'm come not. on, just a little bit. Do you know? Do you know how much that bottle's worth? Yeah, I do. Like five and a half. Uh, you can get more than that. Really? Oh yeah, over here you can. I've never, mm. I've never had it, and I don't think I've seen it, but maybe a handful of times. Yeah. That, so there's George T. Stag. That looks like William Larue Weller it's, too. It's the 2021 George T. Stag she's got. It's their stag junior. It's really weird though. Like we're nerds. We can just tell what the fuck things are by how the bottle looks like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was in Scotland three weeks ago and there was a bottle of uh, Thomas Handy, which is part of the Buffalo Trace Antique Collection. And it goes for around $2,000, anywhere from $1,500, $2,000 on the secondary market. But it's Scotland. It's the land of scotch. And it was nine pounds of pour. And I told them about it. And they said, drink the whole bottle. And I, over two nights, I did actually. Really? Two yes. I drank the whole bottle, and it was. What, ex- 
I would expect nothing less from you, to be honest. It's really interesting <laughs> because the bar there, like you walk, you would never know there's a bar. Like you're walking down stairs and mm-hmm. blank door. There's nothing there. And you open it and it's literally like this concrete bar. It's actually cool as shit. Mm-hmm. But you didn't know where it was. You're just thinking like, hey, come here, friend. Come down to this bar. You think they're like, you know, <laughs> it's a dungeon. Fucking kill you. like, yeah, no. Dude, Melbourne gets off on that. Like, it's like it's a competition who can have the most secretive bar. Like, there'll just be a door with no signage, nothing in an alley, and it'll go down to, like, the nicest, classiest bar with, like, an amazing whiskey collection. Um, and there's, like, ones that are, like, uh, you go into a laundromat and you, like, push open one of the washing machines or whatever, and mm-hmm. it goes to a bar. And, like, secret bars, Melbourne loves it. Loves it. You know all the secret bars? It's a whole thing. No, I don't. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> not, not, not yet? No, I just feel like I... I almost prefer, like, I don't spend, okay, there's this one whiskey bar in Melbourne. It's called Siglo. And the reason I like it is it's nearly, well, it is completely outdoors. Um, so you can smoke there and it's whiskey and cigars. That's all they do. That's the only, like, time that I really seek out. Oh, there's one other place where I, like, seek out a whiskey bar. Actually, this other place, I should find the app. They have an app and you put in, like, you answer, like, a questionnaire of what you like and it will recommend a whiskey for you. But you can also just use that app as, like, to help you shop, I guess, for a whiskey. It's really cool. Oh, here it is. Boilermaker House is the name of the bar. And Boilermaker House is also the name of the app. And, um, yeah, there's well, there's 700 whiskeys on here. So there's a few. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Only 700. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, when I come to Australia, you have to take me there because I want mm-hmm. to try all 700. And <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you can call the ambulance for me when I need to. <laughs> I'm a nurse. I'm an emergency nurse. Oh, well, then there you go. So the like, middleman, baby. Skip the middleman. Yeah, no, I, I don't have to worry about anything. Like, you need that trip insurance? No, Paige is coming out with a drink of me. It's fine. Like, if I fucking pass <laughs> out, she's got me. Like, we're, we're fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I, I'll be real Instagram famous. Saying, like, look at this asshole that just passed out in Australia because he tried 700 whiskeys. What a dumbass. Me oh. reviving <laughs> you would be really good for my public image. If you could do that for my career, that would be great. <laughs> You just get CPR. Do you, I don't yeah. do you CPR for alcohol poisoning. <laughs> no. Okay. We'll find well. out. <laughs> it's it's going to be like a stage resuscitation. What are you doing? Uh, he has alcohol poisoning. Why are you giving him mouth to mouth? Uh, don't worry about it. It's a new it's, technique. It's COVID. <laughs> I just want to be touched. <laughs> I've been in lockdown for the last two years. Okay. <laughs> High five. Take what, what I can get. <laughs> What's the lockdown like over there? I, I feel like I, I think I listened to another podcast that's based out of Australia and I feel like you guys have been on lockdown, like legit lockdown for like two years. So quick summary of how it's been going is every time there's any amount of cases, they would lock us down, right? Now they've said uh, in the last lockdown, they were like, okay, now this time it's gotten out of control because we were getting it back down to zero. Like we would, there'd be like 10 cases or whatever. We'd lock down, we'd get it back down to zero. We'd open back up again. Um, so a lot of the time there's been no cases here in any state at any given time right um but then the last lockdown people just like stopped caring and stopped adhering i guess to the lockdown so they said all right this isn't working it's growing every day even though we're locked down so now we're going to go by vaccination rate once everyone's 80 percent vaccinated we'll start opening things up when everyone's 90 percent double vaxxed we'll really open everything up back to normal concerts everything so that's where we're at so I'd love to say that there won't be any more lockdowns because now everyone's 80% vaxxed. Um, but, I mean, if a new strain comes along or whatever. But if there was no new strains, then we, I think we shouldn't ever have any more lockdowns. Mm. I was very excited when you 
when you opened up because I'm like, oh, now I can actually get there. And I have reasons to go to Australia. I have like a very cool tour. And I got to get I got to get to George's bar because like that dude mm-hmm. has got everything. Um, I will tell you the one thing that. All right. This is the stupidity of Americans. And I'm just going to say this and you're going to laugh your tits off. Every time you do like you post something where you're like swimming early in the morning, I'm like, God damn it, Paige is going to eat, get eaten by a shark. Yeah, look, it, it's a danger. <laughs> and a, a close friend of mine was. He lost an arm and a leg. Um, <laughs> ah, he's fine. Way to go, dick. <laughs> um, but I mean, like, the, the, I'm a fucking cyclist and I ride a Harley. The chances of me dying in the water, I feel like that's the safest place I ever am. Do you know what I mean? It's brave. Yeah. Um, like, there's, the stats are on my side and there's you, a good chance I'll get bitten. But Have <laughs> you ever... Have you ever been cage diving? No, I would like to. I would like to. Maybe my friend Paul will take me. So he does that. So the guy got in by shark, Paul DeGelder. He now works for Shark Week and that's what he does for a living. And he feeds like wild sharks and stuff with his good arm. And um, that's what he does now. So maybe he'll take me <laughs> diving. It's good with his good arm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. So my, one of my like top five things on my bucket list is to go cage diving with white sharks. Oh, really? Oh, well, my. there's a spot. Um, where does everyone do it here? There's a spot here that everyone does it. I can't remember where uh, it is. Link, uh, Port Lincoln. Is that where it is? Yeah. yeah I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go with you. If you come here, I'll go with you. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm booking the flight tonight, Paige. Let me tell yeah. you. No, I did say I'm a woman of my word. I'll do it. Well, we will, we will have one, like, we'll find, I'll find a way to chug bourbon underwater with a white shark behind me or something like that. The gram will go nuts. We'll just blow it up. It'll be great. <laughs> like, throw, throw a bottle of, like, George T. Stagg in white shark's mouth. I'm pretty sure we get really yelled at by PETA for that. So I won't do it. I think it's probably top three on my bucket list of things that I want to do. Yeah, really? Because it's number one. Shaving the beard, I hope. Fuck. Well, stop. You want to see me look like hey. a <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> I thought I was just here to roast you. Don't defend yourself. Yeah, no, this beard is this beard is never coming off. I look like a twelve year old. Nobody wants to see that with a double chin. Maybe after the personal trainer goes in, a, you know, gets the fluff off, we'll think about it. But mm-hmm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not going to grow like the fucking stash beard. That's for sure. That's no, just, if I could hide my chins, I would. So I speak from a place of envy. Listen, all right. As the person who's the most fit on the show, shut the fuck up. You have no double chin. Yeah. <laughs> best looking person on the podcast like i wish i could get rid of my chins god damn it gee that's a fucking bold statement isn't it i hope against you two yeah yeah well there's no real contest up here like it's like no this is the easiest one you're gonna have try the blantons i'm curious to see what you think about blantons all right give me a sec love the bottle by the way just the girl in me loves the bottle i got a uk one so this is actually one of the international oh mine why is yours so um like coppery mine's shiny baby Look at that. That's Bland's fucking gold. Jesus yeah, Christ. That's Bland's gold. Uh, All right. I know. I, like I won is. the fucking Melbourne Cup. Oh, try it. So that's spicier than regular Bland's. I've had several, and it should be Bland's gold, I will tell you. But the dumbass liquor store in Edinburgh, someone switched the bottles out of the box. So I ended up with the regular Bland's. This one's like 51%, right? 51.5. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Nah, good. Love it. It's got the kick, you know? I want the kick when I first take a sip of something, and it's got it. So you are like, I, I have to admit, so, most people who are like single malts don't like spice. And the fact that you like spice, I'm actually a little impressed with. Oh, by the way, the box that I sent you got sent back. So I will resend you one and I'm going to resend. I'm going to send you different things. I thought you were sending me tasters for this podcast that we're on. I was trying to and it didn't like it got sent back. Okay. I'm not going to say no to you sending me alcohol. 
I'm going to send you better alcohol, though. I'm going to send you more spicy stuff. I sent you, like, basic shit, and I'm now that we've talked and we've done this, I'm going to send you spicier shit. This is, like, spicy, but it's also, like, like, like a, it's rich, yeah? Like mm-hmm. a, yeah, like rich toffee. Have you ever had Bland's Gold, Connor? I have not. I think it's, I think it's interesting that you're getting spice after having the wild turkey products, but you're still getting the spice because it is a spicier, it is a high rye mash bill in regards to what Buffalo Trace makes. I'm actually pretty impressed with that, Paul. I don't, I don't know if you are, but, um, I'm impressed that she's getting the spice off of the Blantons now after having well, it's both. 107 gold. proof. Oh, it's, it's, oh, that's all. Oh, that's right. You got the gold. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I'm over here. I'm, yeah. I'm a peasant. I only have the regular Blantons. I'm sorry. Yuck. I hate poor people. <laughs> <laughs> oh god gross. I, i'm not gonna I lie i don't think Paige and i should ever hang out because her attitude and mine would probably land us both in jail like she's like that fuck it mentality is just i don't need encouragement it's it's awesome <laughs> bad you'd be like oh let's go like let's just go jump in like the ocean go wrangle a white shark and after about six whiskeys i'm like fuck all right i mean jesus christ let's do it i'm in it's the worst that can happen a lot. You could die. No, I feel like I go the other way. I feel like when I get really drunk, I become like a bit more like, oh, fuck. Like, uh, it's every man for himself out here and I'm not okay anymore. Um, I better start being nice to people because someone's going to look after me. <laughs> uh, so you need someone to actually babysit So I you. get nicer. Yeah, I get nicer. Yeah. Oh, well, I, get, I get more tolerant too. My tolerance goes up, you know? If someone, if a stranger... Of other people. Nice, sorry? Tolerant of other people. Yes, yeah, tolerant of other people. If it's the start of the night and I'm dead sober, I can't, like... A straight man talking to me is a lot, you know, but later on in the night, I'm a little bit drunk. It's like, hello, I'm glad to see everybody. I'm glad you're here. I love love everyone. Please talk to me. Yes. Yes, exactly. What do you think is the biggest change in your life since you've kind of gotten, you know, really popular on Instagram? Mm, I don't know. Like it doesn't, it doesn't change it that much. I I, I love it. Pardon? Not that it changed who you are, like around who you are. Um, I think it's been good for me in terms of like not trying to please people because I see, like, remember when the um, Black Lives Matter thing happened and people, influencers were getting roasted for putting up a black square because they were saying like, that's not enough. You're not saying enough. Like, that's not actually helping. You're not doing enough. And then they were getting roasted for not saying anything because that was cowardly and you're not standing, you're not using your platform to stand up for things. So kind of seeing that like you cannot fucking win that people yeah. are gonna like you know every decision that you make is good some people are gonna hate you for it some people are gonna love you for it and it also gave me like empathy for politicians like i never hate politicians anymore because i'm like for everyone who hates what you've done someone loves it and you're just doing your best and yeah and i also have some sympathy for like um and i'm not saying like oh poor me i'm an influencer because like the opportunities outweigh everything else but like um sometimes it's fucking sucks when you're like let's say for your work breakup you go to the driving range or you go do bowling or you do something like you've never done before right. and you post a video of you doing something really poorly and everyone's like oh that looks like fun i post a video of me doing something not quite perfect and it's just like the weight of the internet just comes like ramming down on me and it's like and i don't know i see it with other people like they're just i don't know the the criticism is just really high, um, but it's just built me up a tolerance for it. Like when I when I first started posting, like um, I remembered I, I had like you know ten thousand followers or something, and I wouldn't post right before bed because I didn't like going to sleep and not being able to monitor the comments and like not be able to delete anything negative if there was anything negative. Right. Like, 
And I just wow. can't even believe that I used to do that. Like that seems like a different person now. Like now if someone comments, hey, I don't even delete it. I just like reply something funny. And I don't block people because I like, <laughs> like there's this chick who keeps like sending me this really misogynistic stuff and she doesn't even have bad intentions, but she's just telling me I should get a nose job and telling me I should be like, I should do things <laughs> to be appealing to men and I should do things to like, um, like appease men. And um, wow. I could I could block her, but it's, like, interesting to me to see how fucked up people are. So I don't. And I just keep posting her in my close friend's story, like, posting her messages in my close friend's story. It's, like, funny to me. Um, I didn't know that you weren't chasing- yet. So that's that's amazing. Like, what, what do you have to do to appease men? That's the... What, that, what, that is just... Crazy. The- you feed us, give us a wink, and give us some alcohol. We're the easiest humans in the world. What do you have to appease us for? Sure. We're the easiest humans ever. So that's that's easy. Um, yeah, I, I get that. Like, it's even funny. Like you, like we're not nearly on your level and, and just some of the dumb shit that, you know, people feel the need and you get this, right? Like people feel the need to tell you their, what they feel you should say. And even some of the messages we get on a completely smaller level than where you, where you are is just kind of, and I don't even reply, but it's like, why do you think I care about what you just thought about? Like, that doesn't even make sense. Like, and it's, it's really like, you almost get empathy for people. I think realizing that like that someone out there feels the need that they're what they think needs to be relayed to me. Yeah. And like it matters. Like it yeah. matters. Like when it does and it doesn't matter. Like it, none of these people who people who comment that this, this is, this is the epitome of everything. People who comment, people who comment on another person's post, And it's like a, it's like a hateful comment. Mm-hmm. they don't ha- their lives suck i don't care who they are their lives yeah. are terrible no yeah. matter who they are they're they're losers so yeah. you got i almost yeah it gets i kind of like i almost feel bad for them like this person's telling you oh, you need to get a nose job to to appease men like oh mm-hmm. i'm sure she's great looking i'm sure she's not hideous to look at like you know what i mean it's these yeah. people that it it's they think Her- that like the Her- world Her- revolves around them here. yeah 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 it's, but it's remember- gonna be 150 dollars <laughs> I remember in high school, there's uh, when I was in year seven, I just thought I was the hottest girl in the whole school. I just thought that I was the best looking girl in the entire school. And then, <laughs> top of debate. Um, but then, Love the, the confidence. Year, the next year, a girl came in the year below me and she was hotter than me. I didn't like that. And I didn't have the self-awareness to realise that that's why I had a problem with her. And I was never mean to her. I never bitched about her. But when people were, like, raving about her, I would kind of be like, oh, yeah, but she's not very bright or she's got no personality or she's, you know what I mean? Like I'd, I'd go along with it, but I just have to put her down a little bit. And I'm 13 at this point. And it took me until I didn't like her all through high school. I didn't strongly dislike her, but I wasn't a fan all through high school. And then one day we were talking about like, uh, psychoanalyzing why we don't like people and like looking inward. And I was probably 19 and I remembered that chick and I thought, fuck, she, there was no reason not to like her except that I was like threatened by her. And so I sent her a message then and there on the spot. I was at work. And I said, like, hey, like, um, I'm sure you remember me from high school. I'm like, I never, like, bullied you or, like, like spread shit about you or whatever. But, like, I just didn't like you. And it's literally just because you are absolutely stunning. And I think you're the coolest, nicest chick. You're amazing, blah, blah, blah. And that was when I was 19. I'm 27 now. Her and I are still friends. Um, and I think that, like, people just don't realize. see you for doing that. Not many people would, like, actually be like, fuck, I was a dick. I'm going to go message that person. Yeah. Yeah, but I just like if if you hate someone and they're not hurting you and they're harmless, you really need to ask yourself why. 
Why do you care? That's very fair. Yeah, that's very fair. So if someone if someone was to send me a message, and by the way, I get like ninety nine point nine percent positive uh, interactions on my Instagram. But if someone sends me a hate message, and if they were to like attack anything about like my personality or my appearance or whatever, it wouldn't even occur to me that they might be right. That that part of me might not be attractive, or that part of my personality might be bad. Because like for them to go out of their way to send that message says more about them. The people who are securing themselves will see something they don't like and keep scrolling. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's, it's a great point. Hey, thank you so no. much for joining the show. This was no, fun. Thanks. Thank you. Really, thank you. Which, which, which bourbon did you like the most? Um, definitely the last one. What's it called? Blanton's. Okay. Mm. Blanton's Gold. Yeah. I've got to resend a package to you of some other goodies. Okay. Uh, and then we have to plan our... Because you committed to it on the show. So everybody knows that we're going cage diving together. So you've just fucked yourself yeah, on yeah. that one. She's just like, God damn. How much does that shit cost? I'll pay for it. Is it expensive? No, I'll... I'll, uh, I'll yeah, I know, I know that, but... <laughs> coming, it's coming out of the bourbon no, you're, you're fucking, checking account. You're no. fucking paying for it. I know that already. <laughs> no, Don't worry about how expensive it, it is. Yeah. Uh, just get George <laughs> to like get me one pour of that Pappy 23. We'll call it even. Um, All right, great. That, so um, I really appreciate you joining. This is really cool for us and uh i appreciate everything that you do and hopefully you know next time we talk you're at like five hundred thousand. i don't know about that i don't know about that it's slow growth with no abs baby <laughs> <laughs> hey we hit fifteen thousand yesterday and there's no abs to be found like we under three layers so i mean you know there's hope for the world it's covid <laughs> the covid fluff is real so um tell everyone where they can find you and all that good stuff yeah, so my name's Biker Bitty on everything. I'm on YouTube a little bit. I'm on Instagram. That's about it, really. Oh, I'm on TikTok. Jeez, I don't belong there, but I'm there. Yes. Um, so, yeah, look me up. Send me a message. Comment on my shit. I'll reply. Call me daddy. I'll definitely reply. Tell your dad about me, please. <laughs> yeah, that's a great Instagram bio, by the way. One of the best I've ever seen. I swear to God, I'm going to now. Like, my whole thing is I'm just going to start, like, uh, I'm going to start duetting your your Instagram videos. Oh God! Okay, and incorporating whiskey—it's—it's it's gonna happen. I did one with Ryan Reynolds. I do edit him, and it was one of—it it was the great one of the craziest videos we ever had. Someone actually thought because of how I looked at at the camera that we did it together, like I planned it. Uh, no, like it's just the way it worked <laughs> out. So that's um, so funny. I'm going to do at your videos, just just so you know, mm, be ready. Okay, I might yep, do one. Wait. I might roast do one me. tonight. Oh, it's not, I'm not going to roast you. I'll just find a way to be a dumb basic dude that drinks whiskey and. <laughs> So I love it. Thanks, um, everyone. Yes, yes everyone, Hi. please follow me. Validate me on the internet. I'm very lonely. Please interact <laughs> with my content. She has no friends. She has 310,000. <laughs> she needs more. Please follow her. So, please. Paige, thank you so much. And remember, a bourbon with friends can change the world. That's it for this episode of Bourbon with Friends. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. While you're at it, leave us a review to make it easier for others to find the show. You can also check us out on Instagram at BWF Podcast. Thanks for listening.